Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. So when I started my company, my co-founder um, was getting ready to go to law school. And so when we started the company and it started to grow, we started being employees and things like that. He put off law school and put off law school and eventually he's not going to law school, right? Which is great because our company is doing well enough. But um, he likes the law stuff. So today we have a particularly unique law episode, which is lawyers of Reddit, what is your best hold it moment where you knew you would win? Yeah, let's go. Not a lawyer, but got robbed at gunpoint in my home. Long story, he would have gone to prison anyway, but the kicker is that the shoes he wore into court were the same shoes he stole from my house. Judge asked him if I wanted them back. I said yes. Judge made him take them off in court and walk back in socks, and I donated the shoes because it was more out of the principle. That's pretty cool. How many people can say they left the courthouse in shoes they didn't come there with? That's awesome. We had some huge issues with the landlord, one says. Um, he didn't check with us about visits. He showed up randomly with potential buyers. We told him to get lost. He eventually left but called us the same evening to threaten us. He sent emails to remind him of our rights as tenants, and here answered by threatening us some more. In an email. Wow, genius. He ev- we eventually ended up in small issues court, not from the U.S., so I don't know the name, and he fabricated a story about how we were terrible tenants and tried to discourage buyers. We showed the judge the emails as well as the open complaint in the police we filled out a few days earlier. The judge couldn't believe it and gave him a formal warning and gave us three months of free rent. That's, yeah, get that free rent. Oh, that's awesome. My client was riding his motorcycle on a relatively calm street when the guy exited his garage without looking and basically ran over him. In disposition, the guy brought a witness that was with him on the passenger seat. The whole time, the witness maintained that my client was driving too fast and there was no time to break the car. I asked him the same question a few times in different ways, making him tell a story again. In the fourth telling, he, already a bit frustrated, let it slip. Look, I've already told you. We are exiting the garage, and as soon as I lift it up from getting myself off the car's carpet, and... Wait, so you didn't even see the crash. There was no coming back from that. At this moment, he knew he had up. Uh, had a client charged with battery. The alleged victim didn't really support the prosecution's case and in any event was reluctant to testify. He still had other wit- another witness though, and she said that my client was hitting the alleged victim, so it wasn't looking great. The prosecutor and I were talking before the court started, hanging out by the courtroom doors. When the witness walks in, she looked right at my client, who was sitting not five feet from me, scanned the room and said, where is client's name? The prosecutor and I looked at each other for a minute, and then he said, we need to check on something. When I saw him a few minutes later, he told me he was just missing the case. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go, here we go. Parent termination case I was prosecuting. Dad went on how he, he has changed his life around and he worked the AA program. I asked him what step he was on. He proudly proclaimed step three. Asked him what step three was. He had no idea. Asked what step two was. Again, no idea. Parental rights terminated, as they should be. I was testifying 
for the defense. A young man had been arrested for assaulting a police officer, allegedly throwing bottles during some unrest in Oakland following the verdict in the trial of the cop who shot Oscar Grant in the back on the BART platform. I had been there filming stuff, caught his arrest on video, and his brother found my footage on YouTube and asked me to testify. I had only seen bottles being thrown from this one corner of a parking lot from behind me with the bottles flying over my shoulder. The defendant was in a group in front of me. On the stand, the prosecutor seemed to think I knew the defendant and there was basically committing perjury on his behalf. I explained why I had been there that night and I had never seen this guy before. I hadn't been coached by the defense and hadn't been paid other than a small amount for my travel and time. Finally, exasperated after much back and forth, the prosecutor says, well, if you don't know the defendant, then why are you here testifying for him? I thought for a moment and said, well, I guess I wouldn't want another innocent man to get convicted of a crime he didn't commit. Oh, yeah, right in the gut, right in the gut. Uh, okay, this is a pretty good one. This is a pretty good one. I was in my third month of practice. I was in family law at the time, representing a mom in a petition for a restraining order against her dad, their, the children's dad slash boyfriend. At issue in the broader case was child visitation, custody, support, etc. But today's hearing was just on the RO. We had pretty good facts, but it was mostly based on testimony of the parties. Parties. My client was way more reputable as a witness, so I was feeling confident. However, 10 minutes before the hearing, my client shows up, and I give her a last-minute prep on what we're expecting, and she says, I'm glad we get, we're get getting through this. I can't deal with it anymore, and he's just getting worse. To top it off, he left me a drunken, ranting voicemail on Saturday. I said, do you have your phone with you? Yes. We play the voicemail, and it's full of two minutes of ex-boyfriend screaming shit like, I should have fucking killed you when we were together, and you're always such a bitch, and I hope you burn him to death in a fire. The child. I didn't have time to ask her why the fuck she hadn't said anything about the voicemail before the bailiff called our case. We sit, the judge asks if there's any additional evidence, and I ask for permission to play the voicemail. Ex-boyfriend, who didn't have an attorney, didn't object. So I played the whole nasty two-minute rant in open court. The judge goes, We're going to take a brief recess before I issue my ruling. If the parties want to meet to confer in the hall, they are welcome to. Boyfriend knew he was effed. <laughs> he said the whole damn case right then and there. My client got her wish list in terms of custody, supervised visitation, child support, plus the restraining order to boot. Good for her. That's awesome. That is awesome. Way to pick up on these things, man. Yeah. This has been the best of our slash. If you like this content, if you like this type of show, make sure to give us a five-star rating and review because that's how we know what types of content you like. So please tell us. Thank you so much. We'll catch you again tomorrow.